Losing your inner potential isn't easy, but it's simple. We'd love to help you get there at last. Join the transformative journey to holistic health on the Pure Power Podcast. Oh, let's start the show. Well, hello, everybody. It's Dr. Brandon back with another episode of the Pure Power Podcast, your pathway to more presence, productivity, purpose, and prosperity in your life across your health, relationships, and your business. Now, we're back. We're in the middle of the reading Pure Chiropractic Health. Let tomorrow's crisis be today's prevention my international best-selling book right here. And I'm excited to be able to read this to you and start a conversation. And really, this is about waking you up. This is about getting you out of your day-to-day routines and your patterns. This is to help you wake up from the sleep that you're in, the sedation that you're in, the sedation that stress in your life is causing day in and day out, driving you away from creating power in your health, power in your relationships, power in your finances. You see, when we have pain, that means that we're leaking power. So let's dive into this and dive into chapter number two. I'm excited to share this one with you. This is crisis-minded versus wellness-minded. And as a reminder, we had the intro section, we had chapter one two previous podcasts that's building onto chapter two. So if you haven't listened to the intro to this book, if you haven't listened to chapter one, go back and listen to it, review it, take notes and make sure you're doing the work. Answer the questions at the end that I give you. You can thank me later and you're not doing the work for me. You're doing this work for you so that you can actually live the life that you want to live. You can have it all when it comes to your health. You can have it all when it comes to your relationships, your money, and your connection with God. So let's dive in. Crisis-minded versus wellness-minded. There's an I in illness and a we in wellness. Have you heard of the healthy man that had a heart attack shoveling snow or jogging through the neighborhood? or know of someone that seemed very healthy but seemed to deteriorate overnight due to cancer or arthritis. Folks, this is more true than ever before. This was written written in 2017. There are more people suddenly dying today than ever before in human history. You see, the health actuary companies have found this to be true. And written in his book, Edward Down, talks about cause unknown. Health actuary companies have seen a 40% increase in death among healthy working individuals age 18 to 65 over in 2021 and in 2022. So in 2021, there was a 40% increase in death, all-cause mortality in healthy, healthy working age individuals. Well, when did the COVID shots and vaccines come out that we rushed to market? Operation Warp Speed, right? Well, that was at the beginning of 2021. And 
the studies long-term have not been shown the safety and efficacy. In fact, even today, there's shown that four people must die for every individual that the vaccine might help. That does not seem to be going in the right direction. 40% increase of death, they call it sudden adult death syndrome. You might have seen this in your own family. You might have noticed this and heard about this within your coworkers, but you've been seeing athletes and actors and news personalities suddenly falling over, suddenly dying. And this is all cause mortality. Just to put it into perspective here, this is an important point to drive home. If there is a 3% increase in all cause mortality from one year to the next, it is a one in a hundred year event. This was a 40% increase in all cause mortality death. So we must be asking ourselves, what the hell is going on? What the hell are we being told? What are we told to believe? What about all this propaganda where you don't, you don't even know who to trust anymore? That's leading to the sudden deaths that's going on out there. And you have to be asking yourself, are you crisis minded or wellness minded when it comes to you and your family's health and wellness? Are you making decisions out of fear or are you making decisions from truth? When you make decisions out of fear, it leads to more pain in your life, in your health, relationships, and finances. When you're making decisions from truth, it leads to more power in your health, relationships, and finances. These conditions can take 10 or more years to show any symptoms that you would notice. So although they have appeared to be healthy, they were not. Without their even knowing it, those diseases were limiting their health potential and quality of life. What about all these turbo cancers that have been coming out since the COVID vaccines and boosters were introduced? The turbo cancers, the rapid rise. Cancer was already bad before, but the rapid rise in kids and adolescents and adults that we've seen. It's just, it's pure insanity. It's chaos. It's killing people. And we need to wake up and own this truth. And we need to own the fact that we must become an educated consumer, an informed consumer, before we trust anybody in what they're telling us to do. Because when it comes to the pharmaceutical companies, it's bottom line profit. And pharmaceutical companies know this, that they will profit more from sick, ill individuals. Are you crisis-minded or wellness-minded? So what is health? Crisis motivation versus wellness motivation. The quality of our questions determine the quality of our lives. Tony Robbins. It seems like you cannot ask questions anymore. It seems that you must shut your mouth. It, it seems like you must be obedient to what the government is saying, what the pharmaceutical companies are advertising. It seems like whatever the media is telling you to think, you must think and you must not question. Where are all the debates going on between vaccinated and unvaccinated people? Why can't we question this science? Isn't science supposed to be questioned? 
Why can't we expose and tell the truth? What are they hiding, really? Why are social media companies in on this? We must be asking these questions. So what is your approach to health? What are your beliefs about health? Crisis management. As I mentioned previously, that is what our society is all about. And when applied to health, it makes little sense. We are motivated to be well when we get sick. When we find ourselves sick with osteoarthritis, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, or cancer, we finally find the motivation to eat right, get exercise, and try to live a healthy life. My dad quit smoking after his heart attack at 42. How about you? Shouldn't we instead be motivated to change in order to have and keep a great quality of life? Of course we should. That is what well, the wellness movement is all about. Instead of being at the crisis end of the spectrum and seeking a cure, you want to be at the wellness end of the spectrum seeking improvement. Folks, understand this is how you're hardwired. As humans, you are you seek to avoid pain greater than seeking pleasure. That's the way our brain and our neurology has evolved. Knowing this does not make you a victim. It makes you a victor because you can make conscious decisions daily to improve your health. It's just like a bank account. Make more deposits in your health and wellness bank account than you're making withdrawals. Today, Americans are so in debt. Look at our national debt. Trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. We continue to borrow and drive ourselves more in debt. This is what's happening to Americans when it comes to their health. They're driving themselves so, so far into debt, deeper into debt, farther into debt. No wonder you're ending up in the pit of pain. No wonder that no matter how many vaccines you get, is not going to change the health crisis we're in today. More drugs and more money are not going to save you or your family or future generations. Wake up, wake up. The big, can, the big question when considering health is, how can I improve my current level of functioning? By asking this question, you can apply the wellness model at any point in your life. And it's not just for health. This includes relationships. This includes your business and money and prosperity. This includes how you know yourself. This includes your relationship with yourself. This includes a deeper knowing of yourself and thyself and your relationship with God. By asking these questions, you can apply the wellness model at any point in your life. If you are currently suffering from some illness or disease, or if you are free from any symptoms, asking this question will move you towards better living because asymptomatic and no symptoms and feeling good is a lot different than high-level health and wellness. Living life, a long functional life. Have you ever wondered wondered why it takes a crisis to want to be healthy? The answer lies in the philosophy of modern medicine. We are taught to believe that aging is a process of 
disintegration. The Merriam-Webster dictionary definition of aging is a declining phase of life. So many people believe that we are born, we live, we get disease, and then we die. This doesn't have to be the truth. Remember, what you believe about your health determines how you behave about your health. And how you behave about your health determines your results. Man, I, I just don't get it. We, are, we believe that we are born, we live, we get disease, and then we die. That sucks. Like, that just sucks. I'm here to show you a better way. I'm here to expose truth, and that is far from the truth. But there's a lot of people, there's a lot of companies, the government, our different bureaucratic institutions, the FDA, the CDC, all these institutions, the WHO, they want you to believe this. It's not truth. Wake up, people. There was a time when 40 years ago was a long time to live. What if we all still believed that? Imagine how much of life we would miss. Well, I would tell you if that was the case, my life would be over. I'm 44 at the time of this recording. Now that is said, now that is said of 40, of 80 years. But what is our real potential? And does our life at the end of our years have to be fulfilled with sickness, disease, and poor quality of life? Does at the end of the life mean that you're bedridden? Is that the end of your life mean that your love, you're dependent on your loved ones or caregivers? I mean, think about the elderly today and how many of them are thrown into homes. And our modern life is just too busy to take care of our parents, our grandparents in most situations. We throw more money at the situation. I mean, I just re recently read a study of how they're giving more drugs to the elderly to shut them up, to sedate them because we don't have time to deal with them. But is that how you see your life? Is that how you envision your life as being in a wheelchair? Do you envision your life just sitting in a recliner, just riding out the years of your life, the golden years, after you work so hard and dedicated so much to your family, to organizations, companies? Is this, is how, is this how it's supposed to end? Sickness, illness, disease, disability, poor quality of life, dementia, not being there mentally, not being there physically, being spiritually disconnected? Is this a doom and gloom that you've been sold on? I'm here to tell you there's a better way. <clears throat> there's a way of truth. There's a way of health. There's a way of uh, wellness, strength, resiliency. But it requires you to do the work. It's not going to do it by itself. Scientific evidence says no. Many people live well past 80 years and are happy, healthy, and energetic. Do you know anybody that's past 80, healthy, happy, and energetic? Oh, my grandpa Everett, my grandma Everett, 93 and 90, still kicking the, these days, still high quality of life, still mentally together, physically, still enjoying life. Thank God. This is what the potential is in our life. We have this opportunity, but sadly, more people are dying at younger and younger ages, especially with the side effects of these rushed vaccines to market and younger and younger kids, healthier, 
healthy athletes, adolescent years, just falling over and dying, myocarditis, all these chronic illnesses and conditions, all of this going on. Folks, we need to wake up. We need to seek truth. And when you hear truth, it resonates. Please show me any evidence that our bodies are designed to live a sick, unhealthy state. It doesn't exist. Our bodies are not designed to get cancer, heart disease, dementia, obesity, all these chronic illnesses and disease, even acne. You can't. Why? Because we are designed to be healthy. To be healthy. You can't show me the evidence that our bodies are supposed to do this. It doesn't exist. Instead of thinking about a body body design meant to deteriorate with disease, think instead of a body design meant for continuous progress towards health and wellness. That is not to suggest that you can live forever. You can, however, live up to your best health potential throughout all your years. Isn't that a much better way of seeing life? Yeah, hands up if you agree. And I understand many of you may be jaded as you're listening to this because you've been experiencing ill health and disease and you've wondered why this crisis has come up for you or a family member, sometimes a younger family member. And you might have been told all these lies. It fed all this stuff. So, yeah, you might be a bit bitter. I understand. But instead of being bitter and staying bitter, get better. Expect better health. Expect it. Demand wellness. As more and more people see that a wellness model allows them to live a longer, healthier life, they are beginning to demand wellness care. Words defined. Wellness care, treatment or measures designed not to cure a disease or reduce pain, but prevent them from occurring or reoccurring. I have faith in humanity. I do have faith in humanity, and I'm not blind to this. I'm also awake to the fact that more and more Americans are saying no to the boosters because they realize that it's a bunch of bullshit designed to sell more and more. And it's not leading to greater health outcomes. Your body is designed with an immune system to fight off viruses and bacteria and microbes. And at the time of this recording, I believe there's only 2% of individuals in the United States that have gone and kept up to date with their boosters. A big difference. A big difference today. People are seeking health. They are seeking wellness in the most natural, powerful, and effective way possible. That's why I'm honored to be on the team. Ultimately, at the end of the day, you should have the autonomy, the bodily autonomy to be able to determine what goes into and what doesn't go into your body and make those decisions for you and your family. This demand is happening all around you. For instance, dads are now in birthing rooms. There was a time when the father smoked cigarettes while pacing a waiting room. There's alternatives to using an OBGYN for birth, such as a midwife or doula. More and more people see the benefits and experience the benefits of eating organic instead of food laden with chemicals. More labeling about bioengineered foods and chemicals and GMO, genetically modified foods. We are demanding that this get be put on our labels. We uh, demand transparency 
into what we're putting in our body. The U.S. is now the largest market in the world for organic foods. More people are seeking complementary health care, such as chiropractic or natural medicine. According to a nationwide government survey released in 2008, approximately 62% of those in the U.S. use some form of alternative medicine. It's more today. Here's a stat fact. Harvard Medical School survey says Americans make about 425 million visits a year to holistic providers. Because of this demand, virtually all health insurance companies and HMOs cover alternative medicine practice practices. Once they begin to offer these benefits, the trend is that they continue to expand and add other services. Kaiser Permanente Senior Vice President of Health Plan Strategy and Product Innovation has said, it's interesting how chiropractic started out alternative, then became complementary and is now mainstream. This is what happens when consumers demand wellness over crisis. Think about all the chiropractors that treat and care for professional athletes, football players, baseball players, basketball players, MLS, all these hockey, all these players invest in their wellness. They optimize their health through chiropractic care. It's so can you. In addition to demanding wellness, people are, people in general are becoming more educated about their options. In fact, they are often informed or more informed than their primary care doctor. Absolutely. And this is what I recommend to my patients all the time. Doctor means teacher and go and learn. Follow people that will teach you about health and wellness. This is an area of care we shine in and helping to educate our clients on things they can do, things to avoid to improve their health outcomes and save time, money, and energy in the process. The great advancement in healthcare today is the informed consumer. But yet when you're getting bullshit information, when you are garbage in, garbage out, who knows what to, what to, uh, who to trust and what information is truth these days? from the government and the media and social media and the pharmaceutical companies are confusing people more and more. So you must seek truth. And once you hear truth, it resonates. Better information, better truth, the truth leads to better health choices. Better health choices leads to better health outcomes. Again, this is what I'm saying. If what you believe about your health determines how you behave about your health, how you behave about your health determines your health outcomes. It is your choices, the decisions you're making every single day about your health that determines your health. If you have health, it's because you're making decisions that produce health. If you're sick, ill, diseased, diseased, in pain, or disabled, it's because of the choices that have led up to this point that's producing that. You want different outcomes, make different choices. Although patients still view doctors as an expert and seek their opinions, they no longer take those opinions as facts. And I understand why. Think about all the good medical doctors out there who were suppressed by trying to speak truth about uh, procedures and treatment options 
for patients who have COVID because the pharmaceutical companies, the government and the media was pushing certain procedures in the beginning. And those procedures killed people when in fact medical doctors had other proven ways that were working to help save the lives of people with COVID. Folks, wake up, wake up. The patient has become the decision maker where health is concerned. And that decision is often towards wellness. There's three levels of healthcare. The three levels of healthcare are self-care, healthcare, and crisis care. Self-care is what you can do for yourself. It is about what you choose to do every day. Will you eat correctly? Will you exercise? Will you drink alcohol or smoke cigarettes? Will you find ways to positively relieve stress? Or are you going to sedate your way through the stress with alcohol and drugs, legal or illegal? Are you going to sedate your way uh, through this, this stress with gambling and unhealthy food choices? How about isolation? How about working too much, food, shopping, and many, many other ways? These answers to the answers to these questions will determine how strong your mind, body, and spirit will be. Healthcare is a step beyond self-care. It is what you cannot do for yourself. For instance, you cannot remove your own subluxations. You cannot give yourself a massage. You may need coaching to eliminate negative stress or to determine proper nutrition. Crisis care, as mentioned in chapter one, is all about waiting for the health crisis, pain, illness, disease, and then seeking treatment for those symptoms. For example, going to the dentist after you have tooth pain as opposed to consistently seeing the dentist for preventative tooth care. Sounds crazy, right? But early on in the dental profession, people only went to the dentist for crisis care when they had a problem. Imagine your teeth today and your family's teeth and dental health if you just waited for a problem to see the dentist. Somewhere along the way, somebody got really smart and said, hey, if we just take care of our dental health and take care of the health of our teeth today, then we'll have better outcomes with our teeth, our dental health, and our overall health, because the research is clear is that better oral health leads to better health overall. People on your healthcare team might include a chiropractor, a power chiropractor, a wellness chiropractor, massage therapist, life coach, personal trainer, nutritionist, acupuncturist, physical therapist, and others. Both self-care and healthcare are about prevention. Many people confuse prevention with early detection, but there is a huge difference between the two. Early detection is the use of diagnostic testing to identify a disease in its early stages. Prevention, on the other hand, is about making healthy choices that will keep you from getting the disease in the first place. Most medical doctors detect and treat, but they don't prevent. 
That is why you will rarely find a medical doctor as part of your healthcare team. They are a valuable asset when in need of crisis care. Wellness minded. If you already have aches, pains, illness, and disease, there is still hope for you. If you are already healthy, there are many lifestyle changes that will allow your body to operate at its optimal level. Once operating efficiently, the body's innate power will seek to heal itself. Once your health is restored, or if you are already healthy, you will want to keep it there. Imagine getting your engine tuned up so your car now sounds beautiful, Use, uses a minimum of oil, has great gas mileage, and rides smoothly. Now, you take your car on a cross-country trip. After the trip, you continue to drive your car without taking it to the mechanic. In short order, your car will not be running smoothly. It uses more oil and your gas mileage is lower. lower. Then the check engine light comes on and you have to rush your car to the garage. A regular tune-up after a trip would have prevented the crisis. The same is true for our bodies, your body. Once you have your body working well, a tune-up in the form of maintenance care will keep your body running smoothly. That is what wellness care is all about. Just as a tuned-up car has benefits, so does wellness care. Exercising, eating a healthy diet, sleeping adequately, and a healthy mental attitude can provide you with a wealth of benefits. They include more energy, stronger immune system, better concentration and focus, stress relief, disease prevention. Now, just as a little bit of a side note, how come you know more about your car than you do about your health? How come you know more about your health and maintenance of your health than you do about your own well-being? How come you know more about your pet's health than your own health? Now, there's no judgment here, and you might say, Doc, I do know a lot about my health. Well, that's fantastic, but you're the unicorn there. Most people know more about their car, their home, their pet, and their health and well-being and about the value of maintenance than they do about their own health and wellness. You are important. And so is taking care of your body because your body's health will translate to better mental health and spiritual health. Maintaining a properly functioning body is essential if you want to be at your very best. Treating disease is important and everyone deserves the best chance to heal and recover. However, we need to change the focus from treating to preventing. We ride in cars that have the latest and greatest and safety features. We are strapped in and surrounded by bags in case of a crash. We have, an, we have anti-lock brakes to keep us from hydroplaning when we, need to, when we try to stop. Everything about the driving experience is meant to prevent problems and keep us safe. Wouldn't it be great if we could do the same with the care of our body? We can't, and it's called wellness care. In the next chapter, I'm going to share an old secret with you and how you can leverage this secret to optimize your body function and expand your optimal health potential. 
Plus, I promise you are going to want to share this secret with everyone you love and care about. From a patient's point of view, Dr. Brandon and his staff are friendly and professional. I am very pleased with the level of care and attention I receive with each visit. Dr. Brandon is very helpful, helpful and knowledgeable and shows interest not only in my health, but in my personal life as well. I'm glad to be part of this family, Alex E. Do this now, folks. At the end of each chapter, there's a call to action for you to do the work. Do the work now. Do you want it easy, hard, or hard, easy? Wellness is all about hard, easy. Do the work. Not for me, but for you. I challenge you to complete this exercise here. Do this now before reading, or in the case of this podcast, listening on. Answer these powerful questions. Did you answer the questions from the intro? Did you answer the questions from chapter one? If not, go do that now. If you have, answer these questions. These are powerful. Answer them now. Make a list of your crisis care team. Who is on the crisis care team? Your primary care physician, cardiologist, endocrinologist, orthopedist, psychologist, other. Who else is on the crisis care team? Who do you call when the house is on fire? Now make a list of your wellness care team. Who is your wellness chiropractor? Who is your massage therapist, personal trainer, nutritionist, life coach, acupuncturist, physical therapist, other? Who is on the wellness care team? And if you need any recommendations, reach out, raise your hand. I'm here to help support you. I will share with you my contacts of who I have on this list here. Do the work, do it now. This is all part of the process here. If you want better health outcomes today and in the future for you and your family, you must think this podcast and this time is for you. It is giving you the space to do the work that your modern stressful living does not afford you. Take this space now. It is extremely valuable. You can, you can thank me later. It's Dr. Brandon signing off. I look forward to seeing you on our next episode of the Pure Power Podcast. As chapter three, we dive into a century-old secret to living well. You do not want to miss this one. Go make it a great day. God bless. I'll see you soon. <music>